France is doing it again, and so is Meta. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is the last time that you'll have to suffer through my explanation of poor audio and video quality for my individual audio and video this time around. If you didn't hear it in the last couple episodes of Mac Voices, my iMac died shortly before recording time. The Fusion Drive died. And as a result, I had to utilize on very short notice uh, less than optimal options. So my apologies for that. Everybody else sounds great. I'm the one that suffers a little bit. But hopefully you can get past that and enjoy the commentary. This time around, we talk about why France is pursuing Microsoft and not in a good way and how Meta's approach to dealing with local laws differs from Apple's and not in a good way. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. And Ben, I'm going to take that as a segue because this was something that we didn't get to last week. Um, and I'm throwing it in the chat room. but. Uh, do Disney Plus and Hulu streaming services to be combined into one app. Hmm. I thought this was really interesting because of the challenges that Disney's been facing and Hulu has faced for a long time, and now they're rolling them together. I'm wondering if we're starting to finally see what has been predicted now since really right around the beginning of the pandemic with all the streaming services popping up. Everybody has a streaming service. And uh, now they're starting to band together and, and consolidate down yeah. a little bit. Yeah, well, they yeah. don't have any choice because yeah, a lot of these services aren't worth five to ten dollars a month. What what they were charging when it all first first began? Because they said, "Oh, look, Disney is is charging eleven ninety nine. We don't have that much content, so we'll charge eight ninety nine. Well, it turns out you don't have enough content for eight ninety nine. So yeah, so a, a lot of them have already gone. To Hulu, uh, some of them have kind of, in a backhanded way, banded with Apple TV, and uh, some of them have gone to to Disney. And now we're starting to see some of the major players kind of converge, and it's it's not a surprise. You know, we're we're eventually we're going to get back to something that probably resembles the uh, cable systems that we all abandoned to go to streaming services. And oh, that's not necessarily mind. that's I'd not necessarily to. a bad thing because everybody cowboying it has just not worked out well for the consumer. I'll I'll, I'll add on to that with the cable TV part of it. I've, I've done a lot of research with the, with the Xfinity Comcast. I, I I beat the hell out of them as far as getting bills down because it's just insanity how much we pay for their services every month. You know, uh, and the the fact of the matter is that. Comcast Xfinity has been scared for a long time. All these pre- all these streaming services have just killed their cable their, their cable TV yep. business completely. Mm-hmm. So they're they're realizing, you know what, guys? I think we're going to have to start rethinking this. They're not offering the packages they used to be able to offer because mm-hmm. you, know, you either get 125 or 185 channels, or you get the 10 channel basic. I mean, seriously, some people want kind of in the middle. You don't want to have all the channels. You're not watching everything, but they aren't offering that anymore. And they refuse to do that. So. But they know once you, you beat them up a bit times, is you know I wanted this, I, I need this, I need this, and then all of a sudden the price comes down. 
uh, when it comes to that. Their Peacock service, you know, they were including that with your with your Comcast Infinity subscription. Say goodbye to that end of next month. Uh, it's it's no longer being included. You have to pay the five or six bucks a month for Peacock. Um, you know, Peacock's going to have and Ben shaking his head. We talked about this before. You know, mm-hmm. about the exclusivity with with sports. I mean, NFL NFL games are uh, playoff games are going to be on Peacock. I mean, and you have to be a subscriber to be able to see it. I mean, so yeah. you're you're starting to see a lot of that change and shift with with them as well as uh, as well as uh, all the other premium all the other streaming services that things are changing. I'm I'm seeing it in a Paramount Plus. I mean, I really enjoy Paramount Plus. Beyond Star Trek and and all the stuff that it already has, but they got a lot of other good shows. Tulsa King was one that got yep. me hooked, and, and a lot of the CBS shows, and it, it's really a joy to be able to watch these CBS because I pay for the commercial free um, uh, tier of it. So yep, me too. It's really a joy to be able to to, to watch it. You know, I, I I have the Comcast DVR which I'm using through my Apple TV now, and it's not a very intuitive. Uh, application i'll be honest uh but i, I got around it because i was sick and tired of paying t- comcast 10 bucks a month for a freaking box you know when i don't need that I mean, it just doesn't make sense yeah. you know and, and and like you said jeff i see in the chat here about uh, a la carte tv it's it's it, it's not really what we wanted anymore it, it it really isn't so i think a lot of these services are starting to get scared now but they've really gotten way all over the place but there's so many different services out there look what happened to hbo with max and mm-hmm. and discovery plus they, they thought they're going to be doing these great things with discovery plus ah it's only five bucks a month we can get them people to, to subscribe to just that no who wants just that content i mean yeah and what we saw when streaming first came out you did have that a la carte but they kind of went by the net by the original network um, which meant you had companies with several streaming source services. Um, now you also have consolidation. Yeah. So you had uh, Warner Brothers Discovery consolidate HBO, Discovery Plus, and Cinemax into just Max. Uh, you had <laughs> a, uh, Paramount, when they remerged with CBS, have Paramount Plus. Right. Uh, you you saw, you're seeing it happen with Disney. I, they're going to eventually go to one app. Uh, I think, I think you'll eventually see that also with Amazon, where Freevee will merge back into to Prime Video, and so will MGM Plus. And you're going to have instead of ten thousand apps out there, maybe five to ten apps. Uh, but they're all going to be app, but they may have different packages within the app yeah, for right. multiple services. Yes, ah, but then you, you throw. Right. It just got, say, then you oh. throw in all the uh, five sports. I mean, then you know right. you get like some of the uh, what the NFL is. So, some games will only be on Peacock, I think, and you right. know well, not, yeah, not necessarily NBC, and right. a game or two I, on ESPN Plus, and yeah, yeah. I think they're and killing. Think- they're killing. They're killing the goose that lays the golden egg. As far as the NFL goes, when you have a sport that's set up in such a way that fits really, really well with advertising, as the NFL does, to well, and let's you know when you compare that to like soccer, which can go fifteen, thirty, forty-five minutes before there's any kind of break, to sit there and say, okay, well, if if you want to watch. 
NFL playoff games, you have to be on Peacock. Or if you want to watch this, you've got to be on this this network or that network. Mm-hmm. And they're breaking it all up so that if if there's and 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 to make it even more maddening, they still have the blackout conditions in. Yeah, so, MLB needs yeah. to change that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're if you're a Miami Dolphins fan and you live in Miami and the game isn't sold out and you have Peacock or whatever service that the Dolphins use, you don't get to watch that game. And it's, 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 it's maddening that they can't see what it is that they're doing. I thought the NFL changed that. I'd sense that that they don't do that anymore. No, even on the uh, NFL uh, package that they sold to uh, YouTube, um, you still don't get in market. It, that's only out of market. So if I want to watch the Kansas City home game on YouTube, I won't get to do that through YouTube. I got to go to the, the whatever the local network is. It's unless you have YouTube normally TV. CBS. Excuse me. Yeah, I, unless you have YouTube TV, which includes the local channels. Yeah, yeah. Or Hulu, which includes local channels. If yeah. you get the live TV part of it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And what I one thing that really puzzles me about how the NFL is doing something. Are doing it right now. They have so many different. They have their their hands in so many different web- networks with so many different strategies. Uh, Fox doesn't exist. Has the NFC games and doesn't really exist in this decade. CBS has their games on C- uh, Paramount AFC. Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the AFC games on Paramount Plus. Uh, the NFC games are all on Peacock. ESPN shows some games. I mean, like yeah, what they like really, yeah. What Atl- they Atlanta, really... Atlanta versus, um, yeah, Arizona. You know that two teams that that uh, if you live if you don't live in those areas, you don't care about. Yeah, and then then you have other games. Amazon that... Prime has Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, Amazon. Yeah, th- th- thanks, Web. Uh, then you have. Another big cup sports player in TBS and uh, T- TBS and TNT, which are now now owned by Warner Brothers Discovery. Right. That since they merged that into Max, you don't know how their MLB and NBA coverage is going to go. Probably gonna go away. Yeah, I mean, right now we have just so much uncertainty in the industry that I can't tell you how anything's going to go. Cause basically everybody is still throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what works. Yeah. But on the plus side, Daniel Schneider no longer owns the Washington commanders. There you go. Uh, he still, <laughs> own, he, he still owns them. Still he's owns working them. on it. Yeah. It's got to get approved. Uh, yeah, there, there's a, there's a sale contract. Yeah. Go away, Dan, just go away. And I know a lot of these people are not sports fans here and have no idea what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> I was, was going to say, yeah, I, I, Jeff, I want you to uh, explain your comment in the chat because I, I love that. Right, I so, so Ben, for context, Ben is explaining how to watch and where to watch all the various uh, uh, sporting content that that you want to see. And all I'm visualizing and hearing as he's saying this is Captain Kirk explaining the rules of Fizbin. 
Yeah. Which, if you're not a Star Trek fan, you won't understand either. Yeah, but if you uh, are... Good point. I, yeah. It is, it All right, is so perfect. for those of you that don't know, there, there's this episode of Star Trek where Captain Kirk tricks people so that they can escape by making up a card game, and every rule is total bullshit. Oh, that that point. sorry. Was that a, like yes. on a parallel, another parallel Earth or something? I can't remember the episode, but I, yeah, I recognized the game. No, oh, okay. it, it was a planet. It was yes, yeah. it was a planet where uh, a starship from like a hundred years prior had, uh, oh, for whatever okay. reason, left a book that About was like mobs the of history Chicago. of the mobs yeah. of Chicago. Yes, right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. then I'll put this in Star Trek terms. Currently, the FBI, uh, the NFL strategy. Uh, some of it is in the Prime Universe. Some of it is in the Calvin Universe. <laughs> some of it is in the Mirror Universe, and some of it is in the STO timeline. Okay, I've got you. And now. let's not forget the animated universe. Oh. Well, the, oh, the, the animated, animated universe, universe is canon. Yeah, it's 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 its own. It's so it's just a storytelling <laughs> medium, but you, Star Trek but Lower it, Decks, the best Trek that's on TV right now. Yes, the name of the episode is a piece of the action. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is. It is a classic. It is a classic. One of the people who starred on it was later the uh, Alice's boss in the TV show Alice. Yeah. Oh, Mel. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yep. Yeah. He, he was right. one of the mob bosses. Vic, yeah. Vic Tabak. Yeah. Very yeah, good. Not, Very good. Yeah. Not to be it's confused. It's so with... stupid the things that just pop into my brain. Oh, I knew his name, which is even worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're even worse, Dave. <laughs> yes. And that is not to be confused with a piece of your action by Motley Crue. <laughs> yes. Yes. What? That's that's an after dark discussion guy. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, Brian, I did want to wanted you to pull your your chat comment in. Um, I thought that was interesting, but explain that because um, I'm not quite sure I'm with you. For the uh, NFL Plus, yeah. Okay, so yeah, NFL Plus is a service, uh, relatively cheap. I think it's maybe like five dollars a month. Five bucks a month. Um, yeah, it, it basically what it does is on an iPad, um, on an iPhone, you can it, not on a television. There's no TV app for it. Yeah, which is um, but, lame. <laughs> yeah, you. But what you basically get is what whatever is locally playing for you. So if you would have turned on your Fox affiliate or your CBS affiliate or your NBC affiliate, and whatever's playing on broadcast television, um, you get that game, and. Um, so you're, you're thinking, well, why in the heck would somebody pay that? You know, basically, you know, for me, it helped out just because if you don't pay for cable or satellite and I'm in an area where I don't get over the air broadcast channels uh, based on my location, um, it's really hard to, to get that. And so it was really beneficial. Um, it also allows you to um, get the radio broadcast of the home or the away team, yep. which was kind of neat, too. So. Um, you know, if you weren't at home, you could potentially be, you know, listening to the radio of, of the, of the game in the home or the away. So I thought this was going to be originally about your, your comment about chief O'Brien. Oh, well, of course, <laughs> lower decks for the win. Yeah. Right. Um, Brian, I, I haven't done this for a, for a while as far as trying something, I never did try it with the NFL, the NFL ticket or NFL mm-hmm. plus or whatever. 
Um, is there a reason that you couldn't mirror it from an iPhone or an iPad to your Apple TV? Yeah, let you. It was an app that didn't have that option. Yeah. Yeah. They they purposely put a restriction in the app. Yeah. After I paid for it and I I started to watch, it was like, oh, great. The Dolphins are playing uh, only on my iPad. It's like, no, I want to watch it on my 55-inch TV set. And they're like, no, no Dolphins for you, mister. Were they dropped on their heads, deprived of oxygen? I have no idea. Uh, And I will not sign up for that service again. I will not sign up for that service again. Well, yeah, I think it, it comes it, the, whole, the whole way back to what Guy said at one point, and that is the NFL is killing the Golden Goose because yeah. they're mm-hmm. trying to be they're trying to cut too many deals, too many places to require you to subscribe to too many different things, and I think it's going to backfire on them. Yep, I and the moment the moment they start mm-hmm. talking about playoff games being only able to be watched via a streaming service, or even worse, the Super Bowl. And I mean, you guys know I do the 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 my Mac podcast. Tim Robertson actually predicted that a long, long time ago that that was what the NFL was going to do. And when this discussion came up, I I flashed back to that. It was like, oh my god, he was right. Mm-hmm. He was so right. And it makes no sense for a game that has so many ready points for advertising for it to go on to a, a pay service only. Now, if, if you want to watch all the games, okay, I can, I can get that. I can get paying for that, but to segment your, 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 your games so much that it's impossible to watch a game unless you are subscribed to a particular service, I think is just, it's ludicrous and it's going to push more people away than it's going to bring in. So I'm, I'm picturing Captain Kirk throwing down cards on the table now. Yeah. Oh, look at that. You got a dolphin. That's really great. Except yeah. only on the iPad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. On Tuesdays. Jeff, uh, on Tuesdays. Jeff, Jeff is oh, picturing Jeff. Captain Kirk. I'm picturing Jim Moore going like, playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Playoffs. So. I'm going to ask one more question, then we got to move on from this because the non-sports people are, are going to go great or going crazy. Yeah. But is there an option at any price, and that's dangerous, any price that I can watch all the NFL games on my big screen mm-hmm. TV? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, YouTube uh, bought the rights to it. Yeah, so yeah, I can TV. so I can see any game, all games, um, as and. Hmm. Where you yeah. are, maybe not Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Well, well, see, that's the question. You know, is is there a way for me to just cut through all of this and say, I want to watch NFL. I want to watch the NFL. I want to watch all the, the games, no matter where I am, and I'm willing to pay for it. Is, does anybody yes. offer that service? Yes. If you buy YouTube TV... Yep. With the NFL's NFL Sunday NFL ticket, ticket. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and it, it's going to cost you a full. Yeah, it's like three hundred bucks a year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just for just the NFL. I bought just it. The NFL. Okay, how much you... was it? Hey, I I don't remember. It was in the it was that early adopter pack, yeah, but it was like it was two fifty something like yeah. that. So. But uh, but I knew I was going to get it to begin with. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that you know when we talked about the out of market and in market games, as I recall, and correct me if I'm wrong, when I had Directv in another house, um, and I had Sunday Ticket, I had 
every game, including the, the local Kansas City game. Um, and so I think that's one of the things that um, the, the local TV affiliates wanted to protect that. That's one of the things that they negotiated uh, this time around. Um, also, the NFL is really going international. They're trying really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, they're not going to have a game in Mexico this year because the London. stadium is terrible. But they have London. They have Germany. The Chiefs are playing in Germany this year, and I was invited to that game. Mm-hmm. Um, not going, but I, I was invited to it. Um, uh, but uh, the, the the NFL, I think, and I don't want to go off on a rant here, and Chuck, you want to get off sports, so I don't want to no, take this too long. Yeah. But uh, – the NFL is a really different animal compared to any other sport, just professional play. sport that's out there. Um, you know, it, it's it's what is it? sixteen regular season games. Is it sixteen or eighteen? I think no, sixteen. It's, it's seventeen now. Okay, seventeen. Yeah. Plus playoffs. Um, oh, yeah. uh, as Guy said, it's really designed for television because of the breaks and the commercials and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Uh, it's just really well packaged. I. I it, as I mentioned earlier this year, I got to go to to the uh, the Super Bowl uh, in Arizona, and then I got to go to the one in Miami two years two years ago, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they control that scene like you won't believe. Um, you you uh, yeah, once you walk through the gate, which is about six or eight blocks away from the stadium. Um, Everything within that perimeter is controlled by them. We also just had the NFL draft here in Kansas City. Same thing. It was very tightly controlled. In fact, all the, the local uh, shopkeepers, um, uh, all the local stores were complaining that because it was so tightly controlled that uh, there wasn't any real local commerce going on because of the uh, how the NFL tightly controlled everything that went on. So you couldn't go to a local store and, and buy something, go to a local restaurant. It was tightly controlled within that, that, uh, that bubble that the NFL and the NFL is very different business compared to major league baseball or NBA or any of the others. So. Okay. And I, I just looked this up. You can still get the NFL package, which is every out of, out of market Sunday afternoon game for two forty nine, but it does require the YouTube TV base plan for an additional $73 a month. Right. Or you can get the NFL Sunday ticket I on ticket. YouTube without the YouTube subscription for $349. So it's $350 bucks to see every out-of-market Sunday afternoon game. So you still don't get to see mm-hmm. the, uh, the in-market. in-market games. And that's the thing. You know, it's... They're still making that's it difficult. $350. They're still, they're mm-hmm. still making it. And $350, when you look at the cost of, if you're a football fan, yeah. of what just one game would cost, I mean, that's not right. a bad price. Going to the game. You know, right? If, if, if you had yeah. said double that, I wouldn't have really been shocked. Yeah, it's so, a competitive price. Yeah. So. And um, I got season tickets, so I go to all the Chiefs games anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, there you well, there you go. So, mm-hmm. so Web is supporting the uh, the in market. Yeah. Yep. Ne- next episode, we will see Web in a Patrick Mahomes jersey. Travis Kelsey. I don't even know what language you're speaking anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably time to move on. <laughs> go sports. Uh, Yay, sports. Hey, t- a couple more things we're going to do because I don't want to run too far over. But since we started late, there were two other pieces that, that came to my attention. Um, this one 
believe it or not, has nothing to do with Apple. This <laughs> is uh, Microsoft dodges more French fines after tweak to, blip to Bing tracking. Now, usually I'm the one beating on Microsoft. Here, I could beat on them for this too. But I think it's interesting that you know now we have an article about the French government going after Microsoft. Last week, we talked about, or the week before, we talked about France investigating uh, Apple again for um, a, 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 what is it, um, planned obsolescence. And so, I mean, and, and turn on the, the news a few weeks ago, and you saw riots in France because uh, the, they had declared uh, an increase in the retirement age. So am I just paranoid that Apple, or pardon me, that France is trying to reach out and grab some cash from other places? That's kind of what it sounds no. like to me. Yeah. Okay. Just, just, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, and the last thing that I have on my list is this little gem, because, of course, why not? GDP, GDPR at five. Meta has amassed 2.5 billion in fines, over half the total of the fines issued for GDPR. Everybody went silent. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah, surprised. I'm not surprised at all. I mean, I, I mean what do you I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah. That, that one company yeah one one company would be responsible for half of everything issued. It makes me want to say, okay, EU, if if you need money that badly, pick on pick on them because they aren't making any changes. They're clearly just continuing to violate and pay the fines. Yeah. So the fines are they make more otherwise. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You really want to hurt them? Do a uh, do a uh, start with a one week ban of Facebook, and then next time it's a two week ban, and take it all the way up to a month long ban. And uh, I think you'd see some changes then. But if it's just money, they got money. Money isn't going to stop them from doing anything. Yeah. I, yeah, mean, I, I think you're actually being too generous in this case. Uh, start with a one-week ban. If it happens again, it's a one-month ban. If it happens again, it's a permanent ban. Because well, you'll, you'll never be able to get a permanent ban all the way across the EU. Sure. But once you start the process, it tangles up Facebook in just a major pain in the butt issue that drags on for an extremely long time and uh, and does not benefit Facebook in any way. Well, I mean, here's the thing about Facebook. Their business model is as an information broker. If they're willing to break these laws because they're making the money and quite frankly complying with them right now is not within their business model yeah this is just a cost of doing business yeah yeah but a guy i like what you said the only thing about that is that you're going to have people you're going to have the the non-governmental users of facebook really upset yeah because so you're they, taking they something would, away from them. they'll go to another service Honestly, Facebook could disappear tomorrow and uh, something would come and take its place. Chuck, I'm not sure I, I agree with that. I, I don't know if that can work. So no. Well, it would uh, I'm not saying it would happen overnight, but you know, the 
the you know the 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 too big to fail argument I don't think applies to social media because we've seen it we've seen it time and time again, yeah. and Facebook I- is 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 an information broker there uh you know they they allow you to talk to your grandmother in Timbuktu or or mm-hmm. wherever but at the same time there are alternate means to to do all those things and if you shut down Facebook for just a week just a week people will start kind of i think questioning why they're on Facebook and they'll probably find other methods and other means to communicate and that might give other companies, up and coming companies that we've never heard of before, a chance to break into the social media market. Well, but the thing is, how would you shut Facebook down for a week? Oh, I have no idea. But yeah, you could make it. <laughs> you could make it very, very difficult for them to uh, come across your national network. You you could put up barriers, and I'm not saying it would work 100% of the time, but for most of the people that use Facebook, that would be a big enough barrier to stop them from using it. But here's the thing on that. Um, you know, if Facebook, you know, Facebook were to disappear tomorrow, based on a free-to-you business model, would whoever replaced Facebook be any better? Any better? Facebook was Facebook was that startup twenty years ago. Yep, and they shut down. They ended up pushing out um, AOL, which was the the big social media internet service at the time. And who well, talks about AOL anymore? Well, yeah, or Face- MySpace, Facebook, or MySpace, or yeah, you know, right. I mean, pick your poison. Uh, Facebook is Facebook is just just another service. And if it disappears, then somebody else will take over that space. And will they be any better than Facebook? Probably not. But that's not the point. The point is you have you have taken the legs out of a large company that is basically spitting in the face of the rules of the land. And you know, to to sit there and say, well, we're going to charge you a billion dollars. Well, apparently, charging them a billion dollars isn't making any difference at all in their business practices. So you, you, you hit them where it hurts and where you hit and where it's going to hurt is access to the people that use the service. And yeah, it'll be, it'll be painful for those people as well, but it's going to hurt Facebook a lot more. Yeah. All right. So, um, um, guy, I disagree with you on Facebook being just another service. Although I really, really want you to be right, because <laughs> I like the idea of no no social media service being too big to uh, to be eradicated. Look, look at Twitter; yep. it had what three percent of the market, mm-hmm. so so a negligible player, and the the loss of communication that we've been seeing over the past several months just from Twitter is proving to be very problematic. Uh, for just general information uh, dissemination. Facebook is the big player. For yep. Facebook to go away, it's not just another service going away. It is a major standardized communication platform that is uh, basically sucking our souls away. Um, what I think would happen if 
if in this hypothetical situation, if Europe could flip a switch and uh, Facebook just can't uh, can't broadcast across their their internet lines, instead of people saying, you know, I guess I don't have to be that reliant on Facebook, I'll find something else. What will happen instead is people will uh, follow France's model and start picking up pitchforks and torches and uh, and it will be ugly and uh, and what i would hope is that a lot of this anger would be focused on facebook saying you know fix what you're doing so we can use you what's more likely to happen is that people will blame the eu and their local when i say local i mean their their country's governments for this service interruption it will what we want to happen is not going to happen because Facebook has become so big that they uh, they when I say they can't fail at this point, it's not like when we're talking about banks where governments have to start bailing them out because can't let those fail. It's that Facebook has become such an institutional part of our lives for better or worse, mostly worse, that it just can't go away. It's not yeah. going to go away. It, it is like a cancer that does not respond to treatment. And I'm, I'm with you, Jeff. I'm afraid that it, I'm afraid the anger would become misdirected and Facebook could end up using that as a weapon, you know, to make itself. Even stronger. Well, they would absolutely mm-hmm. use it as a weapon. I, I, I mean, it would be a horrible, despicable thing to do, but from a, from a business strategic point of view, they would be idiots to not leverage that for everything they could. Brian. Yeah. I, I saw a couple of lines in the story that I, that were kind of interesting because the idea got brought up that, you know, maybe they could be punished by, you know, maybe having it shut down for a limited amount of time and with escalating penalties like that. But there's a line in there. It's really interesting. that says that the company, uh, Facebook has gone so far as threatening to shut down their services over Europe, over these data rules, like self-imposing their own exit, you know, oh, I wish, so they, I would, I wish they would try. I wish they would try. Yeah. Well, it's really and interesting. People would freak out at their governments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it says it's the story is from September of 2020. And then later on in the, in the, that original article it mentioned that, you know, the regulators dished out four fines in 2022 alone. So it's, so even if that was considered way back in 2020, it, more than enough, they've decided that, um, you know, it was in their best interest to continue to pay those fines and, mm-hmm. and uh, stick around. Yeah. Yeah. It was bluster. Bluster on Facebook's part. Well, think about what, what's happening in this country or has ha- been happening over the past couple of weeks with TikTok. That, you know, there, there's a bit of an uproar over the Biden administration considering banning TikTok. And yet, at least one state government, and I think we discussed that, you know, has is, is tried to go and ban TikTok. And that, that's a prime example of why legislators don't understand what they're doing. Um, and when it comes to some of these technology issues, but, but, but look how, look at the big pushback there that, you know, the TikTok users, I mean, mm-hmm. people are saying, I make my living on TikTok. And so you're about to deprive me of my living. And the, there's a the, the faction of the TikTok users that were pushing back saying, 
I need TikTok. Yep. Or, well, that's sad. That's, well, it's it's More sad. Than anything. But, but it's going to be the same thing with Facebook if if that happens in the in the United States or in the EU or anywhere else. People want what they want. And there are and and I'll admit it. Hey, there are nine of them here. You know, we want what we want. Yep. Think, I mean, think no, nothing, like nothing lasts forever. And I think f- Facebook is not eternal. Eventually yeah. something will happen. Something will come along. that's either better or works faster or is more preferred by a, a particular group of people that, that Facebook just starts to lose their edge. And I, I would not miss Facebook at all if it, if it disappeared tomorrow. I mean, I would, I would be a little sad because there were people that I only speak to over Facebook, but it would be a small price to pay. I, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for it. I don't know that there is one, but, but to see them continue to flout this kind of rule. I mean, if Apple were doing this, we'd be, we'd be leveling the same criticism. If they sure. were just blatantly ignoring you know, guidelines and laws. And and we give a lot of flack to Apple, or some of us do anyway, for, you know, selling things in China and abiding by Chinese laws. But at the same time, that's the reverse of this. Yeah, well, and and that's the reverse of it. And they're trying to be a good corporate citizen operating in China by following those laws, even though they might not be in line with their values or ours. Here, Facebook is in line with its values and nobody else's. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An entity of its own. Yeah, and that's that comparison that's needs to be drawn. So the next time you hear somebody criticize Apple for kowtowing to to China, think about this discussion and think about what Facebook is doing in the EU and what it looks like because mm-hmm. it's ugly. But it's the but it's the opposite problem though. Apple Apple is going along with local laws and governments so that they get what they want. So that the sure. governments get what they want. Where Facebook is like, no, nah, we'll just pay the fines and keep doing the the same crap that we've been doing to screw over our users. Right. Exactly. Guys, um, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, I think we've made up our time, even though I really hadn't intended to do that. But it's been some <laughs> good discussions. Yeah. Um, so let's go around the room, let folks know where they can find you. And then I'm going to go and fix the other machine. Um, let's flip it around since guy came in late and give him first out. Um, okay. guy, thank you. Thanks for being here. Uh, sure. where can people find a piece of your action? Oh, you can find me over mm-hmm. at the, my Mac.com podcast. I do that every single week with Mr. Gazmaz, uh, doing that since 2008, 2009, a ridiculously long period of time. There's also guys daily drive where I drive in my car and talk about stuff on my way to work, which is a ridiculous concept, but it works. Uh, there's vertshark.com, which is the website that I have finally put some new content up on. Yay. And of course you can also find me, uh, on Twitter and on counter social and on Mastodon. Just look up, uh, Mac parrot. Don't ask me what the instance is because there's no instance like my instance. (laughs) <laughs> okay i think we need a t-shirt with that um <laughs> there's no instance like my instance <laughs> the very th- thoughtful mr uh, brian flanagan arthurs um <laughs> where can we find you <laughs> well let's see you can find me at <laughs> brian 8944 at acidon 
Social. I'm sorry, Mastodon.cloud. And then uh, Twitter, Brian8944. Great. Thanks so much, Brian. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. The budding Mr. Eric Bolden. <laughs> Eric, good to see you. Good to see you. What's going on? Hopefully we'll make it past flowers to, to little mini peaches soon. Um, yeah, I can be found at EA Bolden at techhub.social when I'm not out watering my poor peach tree. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Good to have you. Mr. Webb Bixby, he's he's checking his stock uh, portfolio there. Uh, how's checking the, checking the weather? So, oh, um, no, that's important too. Yeah, <laughs> they've been threatening rain all day, and I just haven't seen it yet. So, you can find me at Web Bixby at twit.social. Uh, also, Web Bixby at that place that we don't discuss that uh, Elon Musk owns now. So, um, but thank you, Chuck. Oh, it's good uh, to be here this week. I appreciate you being here, Web. Thank you, Ben Rathig. Thank you so much for being here and uh, for, for bringing up the whole classical music thing. Where can folks find you? Well, Chuck, you can find me at Ben Rathig on your social media of choice on, on Mastodon. That is techhangout.social, uh, which hopefully will be back up online by the time this episode is out. Uh, you can find me uh, at rathig.tech for my website. You can find me Thursday nights for uh, some guy named Dave Ginberg's show Ooh. in touch of iOS. You can find me Thursday uh, afternoons on the big show for the for the British Tech Network and Friday mornings on also on the British Tech Network for the Mac show. Excellent. Thank you, Ben. Jim Ray, I'm sorry we didn't get to uh, talk about uh, TV coverage of bicycling tonight. Maybe next week. It's all online, and I subscribe mm -hmm. to all of them. Okay. Um, next uh, next Monday morning, you'll be able to find me on my couch watching a bunch of people in a park. Um. Outside of that, you can find me on the interwebs at proview.com, P-R-O-V-U-E, and on Mastodon at proviewgym at techhub.social. Great. Thanks so much for being here. Jeff Gamut, great to have you as always with your insights and your rants and your frustrations. Where can folks find you? Chuck, I do appreciate that you tolerate me and uh, and keep letting me on. So thank you. Um, all right. Uh, socials. I'm Jay Gamut on all of them. Active right now on Mastodon and Instagram. Then uh, shows here because Chuck keeps letting me back on Tuesdays. Then on uh, Thursdays. Dave keeps letting me on in touch with iOS, so thanks, Dave. And uh, then for the British Tech Network, Tech Network, Thursdays on the Big Show, Fridays on the Mac Show, and then Brian Chaffin and I record the Context Machine, typically on Fridays. Um, and then other shows along the way. I kind of get around. Great, thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Last but absolutely not least, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, good to have you as always. Where can folks connect with you? 
Yes, thanks for having me. Uh, you can find me at InTouchWithIOS at InTouchWithIOS.com. I'm on my YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash InTouchWithIOS. I am on uh, the Mac Show, uh, the British Tech Network, on Fridays. I am also on Mastodon at DaveG65 at Mastodon.cloud, as well as on Twitter, DaveG65. Thanks, Chuck. Thank you, sir, very much. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. We do this, or at least we try to do it, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, every every Tuesday. Uh, we'd love to have you join us at youtube.com slash TV. Had a boisterous bunch in the chat room tonight. Uh, a lot of them saying that it was a good show. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, because it was almost no show. Um, but we will be back, hopefully, on time next week, and uh, we will be talking about what is announced at WWDC. Until then, as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.